0: line is a man this Friday night on GoFightLive.tv takes a a step up, at least in name uh, recognition when he takes on the former WBA heavyweight champion, Bruce Seldon, in a heavyweight bout, the undefeated Kevin, the Kingpin Johnson. What's happening, KJ? Same old
1: thing, another day, another dollar.
0: Another day, another dollar. Looks, uh, I guess Friday night you'll be making a few dollars when you take on uh, the Atlantic City Express, Bruce Seldon, in Atlantic City. Uh, Talk to us about the fight. Uh, it's
1: not a fight, actually. You know, it's going to be the rebirth of boxing. I feel sorry I got beat up on this man who's had his time in the legacy of the heavyweight division. But it is what it is. All these old guys in the way. You got guys like Selden, Galata, Rockman, Tony, all these old dudes in the way of are the are the young talent that's going to come through and disperse to once again hold one of the heavyweight titles of the world.
0: Um, you, this is you think Celdon is just a name, I guess, at this point in his career. Um, you know, being a former champion, do you expect? Uh, I ask a lot of fighters this when they when they're you know stepping up at least to fight uh veteran guys. Do you expect to like learn anything in this fight? You know, in terms of uh you know maybe getting some uh like off of his ring experience. I mean, he's been in with everybody, Bo, uh Tyson, everybody.
1: I have about nineteen pounds more to lose. He'll ever have. Only the only difference is I'm younger, so I won't learn anything from him. I mean, I'm ten times sharper than him. And the tools I have is way more crafty than he'll ever learn or have learned in the history of boxing. The only thing he did was force some guys that I'll never get a chance to fight. But as far as veteran and experience, he has nothing over me.
0: Um, he His style, uh, his style at least, is similar to yours. I, I'm in agreement with you in terms of... Uh... I think uh he's uh, past his due and uh, you know, I I'm predicting you possibly to you know, to do uh pretty good in this fight. Uh style, uh he he he's a guy when he when he was Bruce Seldon so to speak, he was a jabber, much like you are, a guy uh, he, he had a vaulted jab at one point. Uh have you seen him recently and uh, do you think he still has anything left?
1: It's not what he has left or or not have I seen him. And the thing is he don't he do not belong in a division that I'm in. And uh, like you said, he's expired, you know. A can of 2% milk that's expired past this date. So it's up to me to go in and let him know how expired he is.
0: Um, it's, it almost seems like, you, you know, you think the, the, this could be easy work for you. Uh, the heavyweight division, I you know, we've been talking to you for the last couple of years. Uh, I You know, the past, I'd say, four or five fights, especially you guys like Terry Smith, you're starting to take that you know, increment uh, step up, you and, uh, you know, your promoter, Joe DeGuardia, Uh Do you have a timetable set for the rest of 2008, early 2009? Uh, I know, you, I don't know how much you're looking past Selden, because obviously he is another guy who's going to be in the ring with you. But what's your, uh, your game plan for the next six, eight months?
1: No game plan at all. It's just hard for us to get an opponent, you know. I mean, if somebody's demands ain't sky high, you know, a lot of people refuse to fight, so. Politics and boxing has taken over, and t- the tables have turned. It's not like it was before, where mandatory top ten fight top nine, and top nine fight top six, and top six fight top three. It's not like that anymore. People have promoters, and people have politics behind them, which is basically money in boxing, and it's taking over this sport, and it's given it a bad name because there's no way anybody should have about four, five, six losses and still be ranked in the top ten. No way possible. I don't care what your experience are.
0: Well, you know. What? Why do you think that is? You're a guy, and uh, you're the first one to admit it. I think uh, you have a, you know, you have as much charisma outside the ring as any of the current heavyweights uh, today. You know, that's what you know. I talked a lot of people going from fight to fight, city to city, you know, from different countries. The heavyweight division is lacking a charismatic guy with nothing. If nothing else, Kevin Johnson is a very charismatic guy. Why do you think? that you're having trouble getting some of these guys in the ring.
1: Politics and boxing is almost like the Great Wall of China. <laughs> Can't go through without crossing it. The politics are thick nowadays, and and boxing is not how good you are it's who you know. It wasn't like that before.
0: I well, mean, you, you, see,
1: you see how it's done. I mean, look at the, look what it, look where all the titles are held at, all the titles overseas, never in the history of boxing. I know Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes are sitting home in their chairs right now wishing they could take 20 years off there their age, and come back into the division, because you have never seen a division go, all the belts go over to the uh, European fighters, never in history. George Foreman wouldn't allow it. Ali wouldn't allow it. Even (laughs) Frazier wouldn't allow it. Look at it now today. The politics in boxing is taking over. Not the European fighters. They're still the same. They're still the same. Same basic one-twos. They can never fight like us Americans, ever. But it's just the politics in boxing.
0: You're with you know you're with a a promoter with some clout, Joe DeGuardia. He obviously you know brought Antonio Tarver to some huge fights and you know in recent times. And you know obviously uh, why why do you think that uh, you know you and uh, Joe uh, you can, you guys I guess can't bust through that wall of China?
1: Well, it's not to bust through the wall of China. It's just the protection agencies in the box and So many fighters are protected. You know, so many fighters are protected by promoters and investors and Um, advisors, they're promoted by multi-billionaire top guys that know people that know other people Mm -hmm. that got people. So if it wasn't for them knowing them people, oh, we would have been cracked to a long time ago. I mean, I should have had a title right now. I mean, I don't know anybody that can stop me right now. Nobody, really
0: um selden obviously he's not a top 10 guy anymore i mean what what, what do you think a, a fight such as maybe some of these other younger heavyweights i saw you were in the ring uh with uh, chris areola what, what's the relationship there
1: good friend of mine good friend of mine uh he's a very good friend of mine and you know he's one of the guys that i look forward to seeing you know at the top of the division where i'm at the top of the division not too many heavyweights i can tip my hat off to but I, you know i'll tip my hat off to him and uh you know, kind of upset what happened with Eddie Chambers against Pavakin because I thought Eddie Chambers would make it to the top. Of the as long as a, a young guys can take over the division and clean it out, you know, one heavyweight can't do it all by itself. You know, we'll, we'll die trying, but three heavyweights doing it at one time, we can do it most definitely. But Chris Arioli is a great friend of mine, and well, uh, you know,
0: from man, what I will
1: make it to the top.
0: From what I understand, Eddie Chambers may be in attendance Friday night. Is is that a guy you would like to face at some point?
1: A face. I mean, they had a they had a um, purse bid for me him to fight for the uh with the USBA title.
0: I believe so. Uh,
1: back in June or July, and you know he tried to fight down, and it is what it is. You know, for somebody else instead, and that'll answer your questions for you right there. So, uh,
0: um, uh, getting back to Ariol for a second, is he one of those guys that you that you a would never fight because of your relationship, or b would only fight if it's big dollars?
1: I mean, if me and Ariel is at the top of the division. He holds two titles and I hold two titles. You know, one day we'll unify him.
0: But other other than that, the you know your friendship overrides pretty much everything, then?
1: Uh, you know the I mean, depends. You know, it depends on him sitting down with his team and me sitting down with my team as well. You know, I mean, this is a, anybody would tell you they ain't boxing for anything. Boxing is about making money. Yeah. That's the number one overall route. If somebody comes to Ariola and comes to me with the right amount of money, oh, it's gonna happen, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs>
0: You uh, moved to Atlanta, I guess. How long have you been in Atlanta? The last couple of years, year and a half or so? Four years. Four years. Okay. Uh, what, what's that been like uh, in terms of, uh, um, I know you're up here in the northeast, Nasbury Park. Uh, what's the boxing climate down there, are you, are you able to get much better work down there, or, or was that was that one of the reasons for the move?
1: I uh, moved down here to raise my daughter. Being a single father in the north is kind of harder than doing it in the south. So. Mm it's better off for me to raise my child down here in the South, looking to know looking where she can learn more, go to school, better education than, you know, in, in the North. So that's my only reason for moving to the South.
0: Um, besides Ariola, who you, you, know, you said is a good fighter, and you mentioned Chambers, you, you know, you, you gave him a little bit of respect. But what, what other heavyweights out there do you, uh, you know, you shot down the Rockmans and the Galadas kind of, kind of at the beginning of this interview. What, I mean – the heavyweight division, Kevin Johnson, you mentioned Ariol, possibly Eddie Chambers. What else is the future of the heavyweight division? Is that it, or is anything else worthy out there in your, in your opinion?
1: I mean, right now, they're just a bunch of old, washed-up guys. Look at the top ten. Look who's standing in front of me for fighting for the WBA title. You got Galata in front of me. That's an embarrassment. That's so, a very big, much embarrassment. I think the sanctioning body needs to sit down and evaluate these two. Matter of fact, even let me fight him and showed him how bad he is, and he deserved to be on the back burner and have me on the forefront.
0: I mean, I guess, like you said, the politics may play out where maybe you two uh, wind up in some kind of an eliminator at some point. Uh, is that what it's looking like possibly in the next couple fights, you think?
1: I don't know what it's looking at, but they need to get me in the ring with that guy and then get me back in the ring with another guy right away. So, like right now, I'm really not focused on the heavyweight title. It's going to happen as long as I keep going out looking good, performing, and taking a step further to the heavyweight crown. But right now, I'm interested in picking off, you know, some top guys within one year. And it's pretty hard to do when you're always getting turned down, you know. Joe Guard and my brother, they sit down and they work hard endlessly, day after day, week after week, month after month. Look at this. It's been over five months, and this is my first fight right here. Do you think that I actually stayed in the gym for five months just training for nothing? No. Several fights came up that got turned down, you know. But, you know, you can't put a gun in nobody's head and tell them to get in the ring enough, you know.
0: Last couple questions. Uh, This fight's going to be telecast worldwide. Uh, You fought a lot of, you know, Showbox and some ESPN type of fights. This fight's going to be worldwide on GoFightLive.tv. It's the first broadcast from Atlantic City over the Internet. How do you feel, you know, it's kind of, you know, somewhat history-making. How do you feel about being involved in in a fight uh, that's going to be streamed worldwide all over the world?
1: I love it because, you know, it's almost like me and ProActive is running neck-to-neck, you know. Me fighting on GoFight. Live, me being tall, dark, and handsome, cool, con kind of collector, sweet, sensual, and sexy. It's always good for the whole world to see that, especially when I'm dispers- dispersing This person a hell of an ass with me. Bye. <laughs>
0: Uh Um, you know, uh, stuff like that. You know, and yourself. You know, bringing boxing. You know, especially your personality. I guess it, it, it kind of fits like a glove. You know, Kevin Johnson, maybe the future of the heavyweight division, uh, the internet, and live broadcast. Uh, you know, may possibly be the future of boxing. I guess.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely guarantee or your money back. I promise America, hopefully, Lord's will, all goes well. I would love to bring one of them titles back to the United States as a Christmas present to the people of New York and New Jersey.
0: Anything you want to say in closing before we let you go?
1: (laughs) Bruce Eldon, Bruce Willis, nor Bruce Lee can ever beat me.
0: Uh, he's a poet. He doesn't know it. Kevin Johnson. We'll see you. Uh, I'll be down there Thursday. Uh, we'll probably be doing some video interviews uh, with all the fighters. We'll see you Thursday, and we'll see you Friday night in the ring against Bruce Seldon on GoFightLive.tv. We thank you for a few minutes of your time, and we will see you uh, Friday night.
1: No problem at all. Just make sure you catch me early because I heard it's going to be a lot of single women, single guy like me will be where they at.
0: There you go. Thank, thanks. Uh, thanks. I almost called you Bruce. Thanks, Kate. Kevin. And we appreciate. It. We'll see you Friday night. No problem at all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. line is a man this Friday night on GoFightLive.tv. Takes a, a step up, at least in name uh, recognition, when he takes on the former WBA heavyweight champion, Bruce Seldon, in a heavyweight bout, the undefeated Kevin, the Kingpin Johnson. What's happening, KJ? Same old thing, another
1: day, another dollar.
0: Uh, another day, another dollar. Looks, uh, I guess Friday night you would be making a few dollars when you take on uh, the Atlantic City Express, Bruce Seldon. In Atlantic City, uh, talk to us about the fight.
1: Uh, it's not a fight, actually. You know, it's going to be the rebirth of boxing. I feel sorry I got beat up on this man who's had his time in the legacy of the heavyweight division. But it is what it is. All these old guys in the way. You got guys like Feldon, Galata, Rockman, Tony. All these old dudes in the way are the, are the young talent that's going to come through and disperse to once again hold one of the heavyweight titles of the world.
0: Um, you, this is you think Selden is just a name, I guess, at this point in his career. Um, you know, being a former champion, do you expect? A, I ask a lot of fighters this when they when they're you know stepping up at least to fight uh, veteran guys. Do you expect to like learn anything in this fight? You know, in terms of uh, you know, maybe getting some uh like off of his ring experience. I mean, he's been in with everybody, Bo, uh, Tyson, everybody.
1: I have about 19 pounds more to tools He'll ever have. The only difference is I'm younger, so I won't learn anything from him. I mean, I'm ten times sharper than him. And the tools I have is way more crafty than he'll ever learn or have learned in the history of boxing. The only thing he did was force some guys that I'll never get a chance to fight. But as far as veteran and experience, he has nothing over me
0: um he his style uh, his style at least is similar to yours I, I'm in agreement with you in terms of uh I think uh he's uh passed his due and uh you know I I'm predicting you possibly to you know to do uh pretty good in this fight uh style uh he, he he's a guy when he when he was Bruce Seldon so to speak he was a jabber much like you are a guy uh, he, he had a vaulted jab at one point uh have you seen him recently and uh, do you think he still has anything left
1: it's not what he has left, or it's not have I seen him. And the thing is, he don't, he do not belong in a division that I'm in. And uh, like you said, he's expired. You know, a can of two percent milk that's expired past its date? So uh, it's up to me to go in and let him know how expired he is.
0: Um, it's, it almost seems like you, you know you think that this could be easy work for you. Uh, the heavyweight division, I you know we've been talking to you for the last couple of years. Uh, I you know in the past, I'd say four or five fights, especially you guys like Terry Smith. You're starting to take that you know, increment uh, step up, you and, uh, you know, your promoter, Joe DeGuardia, Uh Do you have a timetable set for the rest of 2008, early 2009? Uh, I know, you, I don't know how much you're looking past Selden, because obviously he is another guy who's going to be in the ring with you. But what's your uh, your game plan for the next six, eight months?
1: No game plan at all. It's just hard for us to get an opponent, you know. I mean, if somebody's demands ain't sky high, you know, a lot of people refuse to fight, so. Politics and boxing has taken over, and t- the tables have turned. It's not like it was before, where mandatory top ten fight top nine, and top nine fight top six, and top six fight top three. So it's not like that anymore. People have promoters, and people have politics behind them, which is basically money in boxing, and it's taking over this sport and it's giving it a bad name. Because there's no way anybody should have about four, five, six losses and still be ranked in the top ten. No way possible. I don't care what your experience are.
0: Well, what why do you think that is you're a guy and uh, you're the first one to admit it I think uh, you have a you know you have as much charisma outside the ring as any of the current heavyweights uh today you know that's what you know I talked to a lot of people going from fight to fight city to city you know from different countries the heavyweight division is lacking a charismatic guy with nothing if nothing else Kevin Johnson is a very charismatic guy why do you think that you're having trouble getting some of these guys in the ring. Politics
1: and boxing is almost like the Great Wall of China. <laughs> Can't go through without crossing it. The politics are thick nowadays, and in boxing, it's not how good you are; it's who you know. It wasn't like that before. I well, mean, you, you, see, you see how it's done. I mean, look at the, look what it, look all the titles are held at. All the titles overseas. Never in the history of boxing. I know Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes are sitting home in their chairs right now, wishing they could take 20 years off there their age and come back into the division because you have never seen a division go, all the belts go over to the uh, European fighters, never in history. George Foreman wouldn't allow it. Ali wouldn't allow it. Even (laughs) Frazier wouldn't allow it. Look at it now today. The politics in boxing is taking over. Not the European fighters. They're still the same. They're still the same. Same basic one-twos. They can never fight like us Americans, ever. But it's just the politics in boxing.
0: You're with you know you're with a, a promoter with some clout, Joe DeGuardia. He obviously you know brought Antonio Tarver to some huge fights and you know in recent times. And you know obviously uh, why why do you think that uh, you know you and uh, Joe uh, you can, you guys I guess can't bust through that wall of China? Well, it's
1: not to bust through the wall of China. It's just the protection agencies in the box, and so many fighters are protected. You know, so many fighters are protected by promoters and investors and. Um, advisors, they're promoted by multi-billionaire top guys that know people that know other people Mm -hmm. that got people, so if it wasn't for them knowing them people, oh, we would have been cracked to a long time ago, I mean I should have had a title right now, I mean I don't know anybody that can stop me right now nobody, really
0: um selden obviously he's not a top 10 guy anymore i mean what, what what do you think a fight such as maybe some of these other younger heavyweights i saw you were in the ring uh with uh, chris areola what, what's the relationship there
1: good friend of mine good friend of mine uh he's a very good friend of mine and you know he's one of the guys that i look forward to seeing you know at the top of the division where i'm at the top of the division not too many heavyweights i can tip my hat off to but I, you know i'll tip my hat off to him and uh you know, kind of upset what happened with Eddie Chambers against provoking because I thought Eddie Chambers would make it to the top of the as long as us young guys can take over the division and clean it out. you know, one heavyweight can't do it all by itself. you know, we'll die trying, but three heavyweights doing it at one time, we can do it most definitely. but Chris is a great friend of mine, and uh, you know from man, what I we'll make it to the top
0: From what I understand, Eddie Chambers may be in attendance Friday night is is that a guy you would like to face at some point?
1: Post the face. I mean, they had a they had a um, purse bid for me him to fight for the uh, with the USBA title. I believe so. Is uh, back in June or July, and you know he tried to fight down, and it is what it is. You know, for somebody else instead, and gotta answer your questions for you right there. So, uh,
0: um, uh, getting back to Ariel for a second, is he one of those guys that you that you a would never fight because of your relationship, or b would only fight if it's big dollars?
1: I mean, if me and Ariel is at the top of the division. He holds two titles and I hold two titles, you know, one day we'll unify him.
0: But other other than that, the you know, your friendship overrides pretty much everything then?
1: Uh, you know, the poly, I mean, depends you know, it depends on him sitting down with his team and me sitting down with my team as well. You know, I mean, this is a, anybody would tell you they ain't in boxing for anything else, is about making money. Yeah. That's the number one overall route. If somebody comes to Ariol and come to me with the right amount of money, oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs>
0: You uh, moved to Atlanta, I guess. How long have you been in Atlanta? The last couple of years, year and a half or so? Four years. Four years. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what's that been like uh, in terms of, uh, um, I know you're up here in the northeast, Nasbury Park. Uh, what's the boxing climate down there, are you, be, are you able to get much better work down there? Or was or that was that one of the reasons for the move?
1: I uh, moved down here to raise my daughter. Being a single father in the north is kind of harder than doing it in the south. So. Mm to raise my child down here in the south looking you to know where she can learn more, go to school, better education than, you know, in, in the north. So that's my only reason for moving to the south.
0: Um, besides Ariola, who you, you, know, you said is a good fighter, and you mentioned Chambers, you, you know, you, you gave him a little bit of respect, but what, what other heavyweights out there do you, uh, you know, you shot down the Rockmans and the Galadas kind of, kind of at the beginning of this interview. What, I mean, the heavyweight division, Kevin Johnson, you mentioned Ariol, possibly Eddie Chambers. What else is the future of the heavyweight division? Is that it, or is anything else worthy out there, in your, in your opinion? I
1: mean, right now, they're just a bunch of old, washed-up guys. Look at the top ten. Look who's standing in front of me for fighting for the WBA title. you got Galata in front of me. That's an embarrassment. That's so, a very big, much embarrassment. And I think the sanctioning body needs to sit down and evaluate these two. Matter of fact, even let me fight him and showed him how bad he is, and he deserved to be on the back burner and have me on the forefront.
0: I mean, I guess, like you said, the politics may play out where maybe you two uh, wind up in some kind of an eliminator at some point. Uh, is that what it's looking like possibly in the next couple fights, you think?
1: I don't know what it's looking at, but they need to get me in the ring with that guy and then get me back in the ring with another guy right away. So, like right now, I'm really not focused on the heavyweight title. It's going to happen as long as I keep going out looking good, performing, and taking a step further to the heavyweight crown. But right now, I'm interested in picking off, you know, some top guys within one year. And it's pretty hard to do when you're always getting turned down, you know. Joe DeGuardi and my brother, they sit down and they work hard endlessly, day after day, week after week, month after month. Look at this. It's been over five months, and this is my first fight right here. Do you think that I actually stayed in the gym for five months just training for nothing? No. Several fights came up that got turned down, you know. But, you know, you can't put a gun in nobody's head and tell them get in the ring enough, you know.
0: Last couple of questions. Uh, th- this fight's going to be uh, telecast worldwide. Uh, you fought a lot of, you know, show box and some ESPN type of fights. This fight's going to be worldwide on GoFightLive.tv. It's the first broadcast from Atlantic City over the Internet. How do you feel, you know, it's kind of, you know, somewhat history-making. Uh, how do you feel about being involved in, in a fight uh, that's going to be streamed worldwide all over the world?
1: I love it because, you know, it's almost like me and ProActive is running neck-to-neck, you know. Me fighting on GoFight.Live, Live. Me being tall, dark, and handsome, cool, con kind of collector, sweet, sensual, and sexy. It's always good for the whole world to see that. Especially when I'm bur This person a hell of an ass
0: with me. <laughs> Uh Um, you know, uh, stuff like that. You know, and yourself. You know, bringing boxing. You know, especially your personality. I guess it, it, it kind of fits like a glove. You know, Kevin Johnson, maybe the future of the heavyweight division, uh, the internet and live broadcast. Uh, you know, may possibly the future of boxing. I guess.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely guarantee or your money back. I promise America, hopefully, Lord's will, all goes well. I would love to bring one of them titles back to the United States as a Christmas present to to the people of New York and New Jersey.
0: Anything you want to say in closing before we let you go?
1: (laughs) Bruce Eldon, Bruce Willis, nor Bruce Lee can ever beat me.
0: Uh, he's a poet. He doesn't know it. Kevin Johnson. We'll see you. Uh, I'll be down there Thursday. Uh, we'll probably be doing some video interviews uh, with all the fighters. We'll see you Thursday, and we'll see you Friday night in the ring against Bruce Seldon on GoFightLive TV. We thank you for a few minutes of your time, and we will see you uh, Friday night.
1: No problem at all. Just make sure you catch me early because I heard it's going to be a lot of single women. Single guy like me will be where they at.
0: There you go. Thank, thanks. Uh, thanks. I almost called you, Bruce. Thanks, Kate. Kevin. We appreciate it. We'll see you Friday night. No problem at all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. line is a man this Friday night on GoFightLive.tv takes a, a step up, at least in name uh, recognition, when he takes on the former WBA heavyweight champion Bruce Seldon in a heavyweight bout, the undefeated Kevin, the Kingpin Johnson. What's happening, KJ? Same old thing, another
1: day, another dollar.
0: Uh, another day, another dollar. Looks, uh, I guess Friday night you would be making a few dollars when you take on uh, the Atlantic City Express Bruce Seldon. In Atlantic City, uh, talk to us about the fight.
1: Uh, it's not a fight, actually. You know, it's going to be the rebirth of boxing. I feel sorry I got beat up on this man who's had his time in the legacy of the heavyweight division. But it is what it is. All these old guys in the way. You got guys like Selden, Galata, Rockman, Tony. All these old dudes in the way are the, are the young talent that's going to come through and disperse to once again hold one of the heavyweight titles of the world.
0: Um, you, this is you think Celdon is just a name, I guess, at this point in his career. Um, you know, being a former champion, Do you expect. A, I ask a lot of fighters this when they when they're you know stepping up at least to fight uh, veteran guys. do You expect to like learn anything in this fight? You know, in terms of uh, you know, maybe getting some uh like off of his ring experience. I mean, he's been in with everybody, Bo, uh, Tyson, everybody.
1: I have about 19 pounds more to lose. He'll ever have. Only thing, only difference is I'm younger, so I won't learn anything from him. I mean, I'm ten times sharper than him, and the tools I have is way more crafted than he will ever learn or have learned in the history of boxing. The only thing he did was force some guys that I'll never get a chance to fight. But as far as veteran and experience, he has nothing over me.
0: Um, he his style, uh, his style at least is similar to yours. I, I'm in agreement with you in terms of a. Uh... I think uh he's uh past his due and uh, you know, I I'm predicting you possibly to you know, to do uh pretty good in this fight. Uh style, uh he he he's a guy when he when he was Bruce Seldon so to speak, he was a jabber, much like you are, a guy uh, he, he had a vaunted jab at one point. Uh have you seen him recently and uh, do you think he still has anything left?
1: It's not what he has left or it's not have I seen him and the thing is he don't he do not belong in a division that I'm in. And uh, like you said, he's expired, you know. A can of 2% milk that's expired past this date. So it's up to me to go in and let him know how expired he is.
0: Um, it almost seems like, you, you know, you think the, the, this could be easy work for you. Uh, the heavyweight division, I you know, we've been talking to you for the last couple of years. Uh, I You know, the past, I'd say, four or five fights, especially you guys like Terry Smith, you're starting to take that you know, increment uh, step up, you and, uh, you know, your promoter, Joe DeGuardia. Uh, do you have a timetable set for the rest of 2008, early 2009? Uh, I know, you, I don't know how much you're looking past Selden, because obviously he is another guy who's going to be in the ring with you. But what's your uh, your game plan for the next six, eight months?
1: No game plan at all. It's just hard for us to get an opponent, you know. I mean, if somebody's demands ain't sky high, you know, a lot of people refuse to fight, so. Politics and boxing has taken over and t- the tables have turned. It's not like it was before where mandatory top ten fight top nine and top nine fight top six and top six fight top three. It's not like that anymore. People have promoters and people have politics behind them, which is basically money in boxing. And it's taking over this sport and given it a bad name because there's nowhere anybody should have about Four, five, six losses and still be ranked in the top ten? No way possible. I don't care what your experience are. Well,
0: you know? What? Why do you think that is? You're a guy, and uh, you're the first one to admit it. I think uh, you have a, you know, you have as much charisma outside the ring as any of the current heavyweights uh, today. You know, that's what you know. I talked a lot of people going from fight to fight, city to city, you know, from different countries. The heavyweight division is lacking a charismatic guy. With nothing if nothing else, Kevin Johnson is a very charismatic guy. Why do you think that you're having trouble getting some of these guys in the ring?
1: Politics and boxing is almost like the great Wall of China <laughs> can't go through without crossing and the politics are thick nowadays and and boxing is not how good you are who so you know it wasn't like that before I mean, well you see, you see how it's done I mean look at the, look what it, look what all the titles are held at all the titles overseas never in the history of boxing. I know Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes are sitting home in their chairs right now wishing they could take 20 years off their, their age and come back into the division because you have never seen a division go, all the bills go over to the uh, European fighters, never in history. George Foreman wouldn't allow it. Ali wouldn't allow it. Even <laughs> Frazier wouldn't allow it. Look at it now today. The politics and boxing is taking over, not the European fighters. They're still the same. They're still the same. Same basic one-twos. They can never fight like us Americans, ever but it's just the politics in boxing.
0: Well, you're with you know you're with a, a promoter with some clout Joe DeGuardia he obviously you know brought Antonio Tarver to some huge fights and you know in recent times and you know obviously uh, why why do you think that uh, you know you and uh, Joe uh, you can you guys i guess can't bust through that wall of China.
1: Well it's not the bust through the wall of China it's just the protection agencies in the box and so many fighters are protected, you know. So many fighters are protected by promoters and investors and um, advisors. They're promoted by multi-billionaire top guys that know people that know other people, mm-hmm. that got people. So if it wasn't for them knowing them people, oh, we would have been cracked to a long time ago. I mean, I should have had a title right now. I mean, I don't know anybody that can stop me right now, nobody, really
0: um selden obviously he's not a top 10 guy anymore i mean what what, what do you think a, a fight such as maybe some of these other younger heavyweights i saw you were in the ring uh with uh, chris areola what, what's the relationship there
1: good friend of mine good friend of mine uh he's a very good friend of mine and you know he's one of the guys that i look forward to seeing you know at the top of the division where i'm at the top of the division not too many heavyweights i can tip my hat off to but I, you know i'll tip my hat off to him and uh you know, kind of upset what happened with Eddie Chambers against Provocan because I thought Eddie Chambers would make it to the top. The as long as a, a young guys can take over the division and clean it out, you know, one heavyweight can't do it all by himself. You know, we'll, we'll die trying. But three heavyweights doing it at one time, we can do it most definitely. But Chris Arioli is a great friend of mine. And, uh, you know,
0: from man, what I, most,
1: we'll make it to the top.
0: From what I understand, Eddie Chambers may be in attendance Friday night. Is Is that a guy you would like to face at some point?
1: Uh, face. I mean, they had a, they had a um, purse bid for me him to fight for the, uh, was the USBA title.
0: I believe so. It uh,
1: back in June or July, and, you know, he tried to fight down, and it is what it is, you know, for somebody else instead, and that'll answer your questions for you right
0: there. So, uh, um, uh, Getting back to Ariel for a second, is he one of those guys that you, that you, A, would never fight because of your relationship, or B, would only fight if it's big dollars?
1: I mean, if me and Ariel is at the top of the division, he holds two titles and I hold two titles, you know, one day we'll unify him.
0: But other other than that, the you know, your friendship overrides pretty much everything then?
1: Uh, you know, the I mean it depends you know, it depends on him sitting down with his team and me sitting down with my team as well. You know, I mean, this is a, anybody would tell you they ain't ain't boxing for anything else, boxing is about making money. Yeah. That's the number one overall route. If somebody comes to Ariola and come to me with the right amount of money, oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs>
0: You uh, moved to Atlanta, I guess. How long have you been in Atlanta? The last couple of years, year and a half or so. Four years. Four years. Okay. Uh, what, what's that been like uh, in terms of? Uh, um, I know you're up here in the Northeast, Nasberry Park. Uh, what's the boxing climate down there? Are you, are you able to get much better work down there, or, or was that was that one of the reasons for the move?
1: Uh, moved down here to raise my daughter. Being a single father in the North is kind of harder than doing it in the South. So. Mm. It's better off for me to raise my child down here in the South, looking you to know where she can learn more, go to school, better education than, you know, in, in the North. So that's my only reason for moving to the South.
0: Um, besides Ariola, who you, you, know, you said is a good fighter, and you mentioned Chambers, you, you know, you, you gave him a little bit of respect. But what, what other heavyweights out there do you, uh, you know, you shot down the Rockmans and the Galadas kind of, kind of at the beginning of this interview. What, I mean, the heavyweight division, Kevin Johnson, you mentioned Ariol, possibly Eddie Chambers. What else is the future of the heavyweight division? Is that it, or is anything else worthy out there in your, in your opinion?
1: I mean, right now, there's just a bunch of old, washed-up guys. Look at the top ten. Look who's standing in front of me for fighting for the WBA title. You got Galada in front of me. That's an embarrassment. That's so, a very big, much embarrassment. I think the sanctioning body needs to sit down and evaluate these two. Matter of fact, even let me fight him. And showed him how bad he is, and he deserved to be on the back burner and have me on the forefront.
0: I mean, I guess, like you said, the politics may play out where maybe you two uh, wind up in some kind of an eliminator at some point. Uh, is that what it's looking like possibly in the next couple fights, you think?
1: I don't know what it's looking at, but they need to get me in the ring with that guy and then get me back in the ring with another guy right away. So, like right now, I'm really not focused on the heavyweight title. It's going to happen as long as I keep going out looking good, performing, and taking a step further to the heavyweight crown. But right now, I'm interested in picking off, you know, some top guys within one year. And it's pretty hard to do when you're always getting turned down, you know. Joe DeGuardi and my brother, they sit down and they work hard endlessly, day after day, week after week, month after month. Look at this. It's been over five months, and this is my first fight right here. Do you think that I actually stayed in the gym for five months just training for nothing? No. Several fights came up that got turned down, you know. But, you know, you can't put a gun in nobody's head and tell them get in the ring enough, you know.
0: Last couple of questions. Uh, th- this fight's going to be uh, telecast worldwide. Uh, you fought a lot of, you know, Showbox and some ESPN type of fights. This fight's going to be worldwide on GoFightLive.tv. It's the first broadcast from Atlantic City over the Internet. How do you feel, you know, it's kind of, you know, somewhat history-making. Uh, how do you feel about being involved in, in a fight uh, that's going to be streamed worldwide all over the world?
1: I love it because, you know, it's almost like me and ProActive is running neck-to-neck, you know. Me fighting on GoFight.Live, live, me being tall, dark, and handsome, cool, con kind of collector, sweet, central, and sexy. It's always good for the whole world to see that, especially when I'm dispersing This person, a hell of an ass with me. <laughs>
0: Uh Um, you know, uh, stuff like that. You know, and yourself. You know, bringing boxing. You know, especially your personality. I guess it, it, it kind of fits like a glove. You know, Kevin Johnson, maybe the future of the heavyweight division, uh, the internet, and live broadcast. Uh, you know, may possibly be the future of boxing. I guess.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely guarantee or your money back. I promise America, hopefully, Lord's will, all goes well. I would love to bring one of them titles back to the United States as a Christmas present to the people of New York and New Jersey.
0: Anything you want to say in closing before we let you go?
1: (laughs) Bruce Eldon, Bruce Willis, nor Bruce Lee can ever beat me.
0: Uh, he's a poet he doesn't know it Kevin Johnson we'll see you uh, I'll be down there Thursday uh, we'll probably be doing some video interviews uh, with all the fighters we'll see you Thursday and we'll see you Friday night in the ring against Bruce Seldon on GoFightLive.tv we thank you for a few minutes of your time and we will see you uh, Friday night
1: no problem at all just make sure you catch me early because I heard it's going to be a lot of things a single guy like me will be where they at
0: there you go thank, thanks, uh, thanks. I'm called you Bruce thanks Kate. Kevin we appreciate it. we'll see you Friday night problem at all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.